0: Hello, and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, hello, Kea and Leo and Everin Finn. Welcome to the Coco Club. Coco and I are so pleased to have you. Tonight's bedtime story is a magical, time travelling, secret sharing adventure. We're about to learn the origins of Sleepy Forest, all thanks to a curious hamster called Wimbley. Wimbley's wonders about the woods and its past have caused some magic to stir, and soon he will be zooming back to the past to see exactly how the forest was formed in all its sleepy, magic-dusted glory. That's right, it's going to be a good one. The idea for Wimbley, the time-traveling hamster, came from a very clever reviewer who didn't leave their name, only mushroom, koala, and toad emojis. Maybe it was Coco in disguise. (laughs) Thank you so much for the brilliant idea, whoever you are, I hope you enjoy it. Now, cozy on down in your beds, cuddle up in your blanket, and let a smile gently settle on your face ready for tonight's adventure. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. This Is Wimbley and the Secret of Sleepy Forest by Gillian Rogerson. Wimbley was a little hamster who lived in Sleepy Forest with his family and friends. Wimbley loved the forest very much and often spent many peaceful hours strolling through the trees or walking at the side of the river. His very favourite place was beneath an old oak tree on the top of a hill. The branches of the tree were huge and reached out in all directions, as though the tree was having a good long stretch. When Wimbley was out on one of his strolls, he would always head towards the oak tree and settle down on the soft, fragrant grass beneath its branches. Wimbley felt that there was something different about the oak tree, as if it was a little bit magical somehow. Whenever he spent any time there, he always felt much calmer and more peaceful afterwards. One day, when Wimbley was out on one of his leisurely walks, he met his friend, Coco the koala, who was also out for a walk. The two friends said hello to each other and decided to walk together for a while. Wimbley said to Coco, Don't you think the forest looks extra special today? As if there is magic in the air. Coco nodded. He smiled and told his hamster friend there was always magic in the air in Sleepy Forest. Wimbley asked Coco, if he'd been on any exciting adventures recently. Coco often went on adventures, and some of them were magical ones. Coco said he hadn't been on any recently, but it seemed there was always an adventure waiting for him in the forest. Wimbley sighed happily and said, I love hearing about your adventures. I wish I could go on an adventure one day. Coco gave the little hamster a kind look and said, I've got a feeling you might go on a magical adventure this very day. And when you do, I want to hear all about it later. Every single detail. Do you really think I'll have an adventure, Coco? And it will be a magical one, Wimbley asked with hope in his eyes. Coco said, yes, I do. If you can feel magic in the air, then a special adventure must be on its way to you. Wimbley's eyes lit up in glee. He looked to his left and then to his right. He asked Coco where the adventure might be. Coco replied, Sometimes you don't need to search for the adventure because it will find you. Just carry on with your walk as normal. And if you feel the instinct to go down a different path, then go down that path and see what happens. Wimberley nodded. He wasn't entirely convinced that walking down a different path would lead to anything. But Coco was the expert on adventures, and Wimbley trusted his advice. The two friends continued walking through the sunny forest. They chatted about meeting up with their other friends the following day, and maybe playing some of their favorite games in the meadow. After a while, Coco said, I have to go home now, but I'll meet you later and you can tell me about your magical adventure. Wimbley grinned at his friend and said goodbye. The little hamster really hoped he would have a story to tell Coco later. Wimbley continued walking through the beautiful forest. He watched the sunlight filtering down through the branches of trees and saw shadows dancing across his path. He listened to the bumblebees flying from one flower to the other and the birds singing softly from the trees. He felt the warmth of the sun on his head and the softness of the grass beneath his feet. Wimbley was so lost in the beauty of the forest that he completely forgot about a possible adventure and he carried on walking along one of his usual routes. After a while, he walked towards the old oak tree and settled down under its wide branches. Wimbley smiled as he gazed out at the forest. Questions about Sleepy Forest began to float softly into his mind. He wondered how old it was. Had the trees always been there, or had someone planted them? Or had the seeds been carried on the wind from another forest? He rested back against the trunk of the tree and said out loud, I wonder how Old you are, Mister Oak Tree. Are you a magic tree? I think you must be, because I always feel better when I've been sitting here for a while. Do you know how old the forest is, and where the trees came from? Wimbley chuckled to himself. It wasn't the first time he talked to the tree. He stretched his arms out and wriggled his paws in the warm grass at his side. Just a minute. What was that? His right paw aligned on something small and wooden. What was it? Wimbley picked it up. It was a small box that appeared to be made out of bamboo. Wimbley turned it around in his paws. He couldn't find a lid on it. He gave it a little shake and heard a light tinkling sound coming from inside it. Wimberley stared at the strange box. A sudden thought came to him, and he instinctively knew that he was supposed to open it. But how would he do that? He carefully ran his paws around the smooth surface of the box. Uh Aha, there was a slightly raised area on one of the corners. Wimbley pressed it. The box gently rose from his paws and hovered in front of him. Wimbley sat up straighter and looked at the box in astonishment. A hidden lid on the top of the box opened, and a cloud of sparkling gold and silver mist rose from within it. The mist floated over to Wimbley and swirled around him and the old oak tree until it covered them both. The mist felt soft and warm on Wimbley's fur like a hug. The mist slowly melted, and when Wimberley looked at the forest again, he was most surprised to see that the trees had gone, and all he could see was a vast expanse of emerald green grass all around him. He looked behind him and was relieved to see the oak tree was still there, although, after a closer inspection, He noticed it wasn't as big as before, and its branches didn't reach out as much. Wimberley looked back at the huge area of grass in front of him and muttered, Where did sleepy forest go? A friendly voice at his side said, The forest hasn't gone anywhere, but you have. Wimbley looked at who had spoken. A small, green-winged fairy hovered in the air. She was wearing a green velvet jacket over a pair of green trousers and had sparkling emerald boots on her feet. On her jacket were images of golden clock faces, each one set to a different time. There was a golden watch on her wrist that softly, ticked. Wimbley had seen fairies in the forest before, so he wasn't too surprised to see one now, although he had never seen the green fairy with the watch before. The fairy spoke again. Hello, I hope I didn't startle you. My name is Ebony and I was asked to come here and talk to a hamster called Wimbley. Is that you? Wimbley nodded. He had questions for the fairy, but he was suddenly overcome with shyness. He looked down at the grass. Ebony fluttered closer to him and said, I can tell by your expression that You'd like to know who asked me to come here, and why. Wimbley looked up and smiled bashfully. Yes, please. The fairy settled down on the warm grass next to Wimbley. Ebony began. First of all, it was this lovely oak tree who asked me to come here. It heard your questions about the forest and knew I would be the perfect one to answer them. The tree summoned me by placing a message inside that box you opened. When you opened the box and released the magical mist, a silent message was sent to me. Wimbley looked behind him at the tree and said, Wow! Does that mean this oak tree is magical? Oh Yes, Ebony replied with a smile. Wimbley grinned. I knew it. Ebony told Wimbley she was a time fairy who could travel through time to the future and to the past. And because Wimbley had wanted to know more about the forest, She had turned back time to when the oak tree was much younger and when sleepy forest hadn't yet been created. Wimbley's little face wrinkled up in confusion. Ebony put her little hand on his arm and said, It will be easier to show you what happened, and for that, we will need to fly. Is it okay if I use my magic on you so that you can fly? Wimbley nodded. Oh, yes. Yes, please. My friend Coco, he's a koala. He magically got wings a few months ago and he flew all over the forest with some new friends. He loved flying and said it was very easy. Ebony said yes. Flying was easy and a lot of fun. She reached into a pocket on her jacket and took out a handful of glittering dust. She sprinkled it over Wimbley, and a pair of shimmering green wings appeared on his back. Wimbley flapped them. He broke into a huge smile and said he couldn't wait to try them out. Ebony and Wimbley stood up. Ebony gave the hamster a quick flying lesson, and then they flew upwards and over the huge area of grass. Wimbley looked down at where Sleepy Forest should be. Even though it wasn't there, he could clearly see it in his imagination. He looked to the left. Something else had disappeared too. He said, Ebony, Sleepy River has also gone. He looked in another direction. And so have the mountains. Ebony replied, That's because they haven't been created yet, but they soon will be. The little fairy looked down at the oak tree and said, Let me start at the very beginning and I'll tell you how your oak tree became so magical. We need to go back a bit further in time so that I can show you what happened. Are you okay with that? Wimbley immediately said yes and then added a thank you. The fairy moved the hands on her watch and told Wimbley she was setting the time for 200 years before, when the oak tree was a little acorn. Once she'd moved the hands on the watch, Ebony told Wimbley to look down at the tree. Wimbley saw it getting smaller and smaller until it was an acorn nestling in the grass ebony then asked wimbley to look at the sky with his new wings flapping slowly on his back wimbley looked upwards and watched the sky as it turned from day into night a full moon appeared but it wasn't like any moon he'd seen before it was a delicate shade of purple and a circle of gold and silver stars swirled around it. Ebony said it was a magical, sleepy moon, and it only appeared once every 5,000 years. She smiled at Wimbley and continued talking. Those gold and silver stars have now filled the moon with sleep magic. And if you look closer, you will see moonbeams appearing from the centre of it. Wimbley peered closer at the beautiful moon. He saw three bright moonbeams shining out from the middle of it. The moonbeams flowed down to the grass and covered the acorn in their magical glow. Wimbley asked Ebony what was happening to the acorn. She said, The sleep magic has now gone into the acorn. Watch what happens next. Wimbley and the fairy continued looking at the acorn. The moonbeams slowly melted away from it like mist. The little acorn glowed brightly like a star and then sunk into the ground. Seconds later, a strong green shoot appeared. Ebony slowly moved the hands on her watch and the shoot grew bigger and bigger and very soon it became the unmistakable shape of Wimbley's beloved oak tree. A peculiar noise came from the tree. It sounded like gentle snores and rustling leaves all mixed up together. Wimbley asked Ebony where the noise was coming from. Ebony smiled and said it was the oak tree. It loved sleeping so very much and spent a lot of time in restful slumber, especially in the winter. Ebony explained, Not long after the oak tree grew to this size, it sent a message on the wind to ask someone to create a magical forest where everyone loved sleeping as much as the oak tree did. Some forest fairies heard the message and came here immediately and a short while later Sleepy Forest was created. Wimbley didn't know what to say. He was utterly amazed by everything he'd seen and heard. Little did he know that he was about to see something even more amazing. Ebony moved the hands on her watch again and told Wimbley to look to his left. Wimbley turned his head and saw a couple of fairies flying towards him. They looked very similar to Ebony, and were wearing green velvet jackets green trousers and sparkling emerald boots but instead of having pictures of clock faces on their jackets they had images of trees rivers and mountains on them ebony told wimbley he was about to meet the forest fairies who had created sleepy forest she said Shall I ask if you can help them? Wimbley's eyes grew wider and wider. His adventure was getting more magical by the second he told Ebony he would absolutely love to help them. The forest fairies flew over to Ebony and Wimbley. They knew Ebony because she had visited them in the past and the future many times before. The forest fairies said hello to Wimbley. They introduced themselves as Maple and Ashley. Wimbley said hello back and tried to explain that he had come from the future and that he lived in the sleepy forest which was full of trees and where there was a wonderful river and some beautiful mountains that had snow on the top. He stopped talking, because he didn't think he was making any sense at all. But the forest fairies thought he was making perfect sense, and when Ebony asked Maple and Ashley if Wimbley could help them create Sleepy Forest from the very beginning, they said yes, straight away. Maple reached into his pocket and pulled out a roll of blue ribbon. He said to Wimbley, I'm going to make Sleepy River out of this ribbon. He gave the ground below them a thoughtful look. Hmm, I think that area over there would be perfect for a river what do you think wimbley wimbley smiled he said it's the perfect place and that's where the river is in my sleepy forest my friends and i sit sometimes on a bridge that crosses the river and we drop twigs into the water and watch them drift downstream it's very relaxing Maple smiled softly and said he was very glad to hear that. He handed the ribbon to Wimbley and asked him to lightly throw it into the air and then the ribbon would find its way to the ground. Wimbley took the ribbon with a nervous smile. He really hoped he wouldn't put Sleepy River in the wrong place. He closed his eyes and imagined the beautiful river flowing along through the forest. He knew every bend of it and the different sounds it made as it flowed ever onwards. Wimbley lightly cast the blue ribbon into the air. He opened his eyes and watched it fluttering and dancing on the wind as it drifted to the ground. It landed on the grass, and then started to grow bigger and bigger, until it meandered across the whole of the grassy area and beyond. Twinkling blue lights covered the ribbon, and it magically, turned into Sleepy River. The lovely sound of the flowing water drifted up to the flying hamster and made him smile. Excellent job, Maple said. Ashley asked Wimbley for some help next and said she was going to make mountains from magical pebbles she took some glittering pebbles from her pocket and handed them to Wimbley. Ashley asked the hamster where the mountains should go. Wimbley had gazed at the mountains of Sleepy Forest many times, and he knew the precise place to put the magical pebbles. Once again, Wimbley closed his eyes, and recalled the snow-capped mountains in all their glory. He cast the pebbles into the air and opened his eyes. The pebbles flew towards the edge of the grassy land and fell softly downwards. Within seconds, the pebbles grew into majestic mountains topped in glittering snow. The sight of them filled Wimbley's heart with joy. The forest fairies told Wimbley it was time for the final part of their plan, creating the special sleepy trees that filled the forest. Maple and Ashley reached into their pockets and pulled out small green pouches. They explained that the pouches were full of magical seeds and asked Wimbley to help scatter them on the wind. The forest fairies filled Wimbley's paws with magical seeds and told him to fly over the grassy area with them. They said he should let the seeds trickle gently through his paws and the wind would catch them and take them to the ground. Wimbley's heart overflowed with gratitude and happiness at being asked to do such an important job. He flew with the fairies across the green land and thought about the beautiful trees in Sleepy Forest. He let the magical seed, trickle gently from his paws. The wind caught the seeds and carried them far and wide. Within minutes, the trees began to grow. More and more of them appeared until the ground below Wimbley looked so familiar that Wimbley felt all warm and happy inside. He loved Sleepy Forest even more than ever. The forest fairies said they had finished their job and would let the forest grow on its own from now on. They thanked Wimbley for his help and flew away. Ebony told Wimbley they had one more thing to do before she returned them to the future time where Wimbley lived. She took his paw in her hand, and they flew over to the oak tree. Ebony said to Wimbley, We need animals to fill this forest. Animals who love sleeping, Wimbley said. Should they love bedtime stories, too, and warm bubble baths and snuggly soft pyjamas and comfy beds? He smiled and said he loved all of those things, and his friends did, too. Ebony smiled at the thoughtful hamster and told him to ask his friend the oak tree to send a message on the wind to animals who lived in faraway places and to invite them to a magical place called Sleepy Forest. Is that all I have to do? Wimbley asked. Ebony nodded and said the sleep magic inside the tree would be carried on the wind to those animals who needed to hear it. Wimbley thought about his family, friends and neighbours. He moved closer to the tree and gave it a list of every single animal who lived in the forest. Wimbley placed his paw on the trunk of the tree and added, If I've forgotten anyone, could you just invite every animal who lives on the planet, please? The tree rustled its leaves as though saying yes to the hamster. Wimbley looked at Ebony and said, Did it work? Did I say the right thing? Ebony replied, You certainly did. I'll move the time slowly forward, and you'll see the first animal starting to appear. And after that, I'll take you back to your time. Wimbley stayed at the side of ebony as the forest changed below them. The oak tree grew bigger, and so did the other trees. The first families began to arrive, and they looked for places to set up their homes in the magical forest. Wimbley smiled when he saw a family of hamsters walking through the forest with a family of koalas. They watched the forest for a while longer, and then Ebony brought Wimbley back to his time. They flew down through the familiar forest and landed next to the old oak tree, which was just how Wimbley had left it. But it looked even more magical to him now. Ebony's magic faded from Wimbley's wings and they disappeared. The time fairy and the adventurous hamster shared a hug and said goodbye to each other. Quimbly waved to Ebony as she flew away. The tired hamster sat down in his favourite place beneath the old oak tree and took in the beauty of the forest with a new appreciation of it. A few minutes later, Coco strolled towards Wimbley and sat at his side. Coco looked at his friend and said, I can tell from your twinkling eyes that you've been on a wonderful adventure. Tell me everything. Wimbley started to tell Coco about his magical journey. His voice was full of warmth and he was an excellent storyteller. Before long, Wimbley started to yawn. He said he was very tired and would Coco mind if he fell asleep for a while. Coco yawned too and said he didn't mind because he was tired too and also needed a sleep. the two friends lay down on the soft grass beneath the enchanted oak tree. The wind whispered gently through the trees and Sleepy Forest began to work its magic on the tired koala and the time-traveling hamster. And soon, Coco. And Wimbley drifted into a deep, relaxing sleep.